Welcome to this very special Celtic View podcast. I'm delighted to be joined by Chris McCart, who's head of the Celtic Youth Academy. And Chris, I know this is the close season for the players, but I'm guessing for yourself and everybody at the academy, this is probably one of the busiest times of the year because you're already starting the preparations for the season ahead. Yeah, no, we're planning for a, for a new season. Obviously, a new change as well. New managers, no, no coming in. So, no, we're looking to impress. I said pre-season arrangements and the season ahead, but, but overall we're, we're very excited. As you mentioned, uh, Ange Postacoglu has been appointed as our new manager and I suppose one of the, the encouraging things for, for your, your own point of view is in the first interview you gave with Celtic TV, you spoke about the importance of the Youth Academy for a club like Celtic to bring through their homegrown talent, which is obviously you know, you know the, the be-all and end-all of what you guys are doing every single day. Yeah, but I think first and foremost, um, you know, the Celtic manager's got to come in and win games. So the, the academy players have got to be of the standard. I think we, we've got to hit the ground running. I think the, you know, the players up around the, you know, the first team just now will be given an opportunity. But it's ultimately it's down to you know, the players to, to go and impress the manager. Now, as I say, it is exciting uh, for them, but they, they've got to make sure their fitness is right, their preparation is right, and they give themselves every chance. And I suppose, you know, we always talk about, we will go on to talk about some of the guys who have come through the academy and gone on to establish themselves at Celtic and also other clubs. But last season, we had the likes of Stephen Wells really taking his opportunity, having come through the academy and, and established himself in the first team. And then towards the end of the season, Adam Montgomery also getting his debut. So I suppose those are also incentives for those, those players, but then the guys who are coming along just behind them as well. Yeah, I think we've been really fortunate you know, in, in the past decades. I think you know, as well you know, with, with the Celtic managers that have come in, they've been prepared to give you know, young players you know, a chance. They also know that the environment, that you know, they've got to win games, they've got to win league titles um, there, but they've been prepared you know, to, to throw the young players in. And I said, and hopefully throughout you know, those years with your Kieran Tierney's James Forrest, Cal McGregor, then you've got the next batch of Michael Johnson, um, no Stephen Welsh, not no coming through, and Adam Montgomery, and no the others will take inspiration from that. And there's some outstanding examples um, which they, they can follow. And I suppose as well for for you and, and all the coaches at every level of the academy, particularly if they've worked with some of these young players and they've seen their journey. There is a sense, I'm guessing, of, of pride when you see them pulling on that jersey and they're actually playing for the first team because ultimately that's what the goal of, of everyone at the academy is, is to create first-team players who can play for, for our team week in, week out. Yeah, and we try and raise the bar again just to say that we know when they first went to the club, can, can they be a Champions League player? No, we are a Champions League club um, no, throughout, with, with our history and we want them to get to our first team. But really, we, we want to be, go and help and support the club to get to the Champions League. Um, there and that's ultimately you know, the highest level you can play at club football and that, that's where we, you know, where we want to be you know, as a club and that, that, that's where we, you know, we, we set our sights on. Now, one of the, the things I think that's exciting fans for next season in terms of uh, the academy and the young players coming through is the, the Celtic Colts will be playing in the, the Lowland League next season. That in itself is going to bring fresh challenges and fresh opportunities for the young players. Yeah, I think throughout academy life, you've got a very strong games programme, up until probably about 17 years of age. 
then then there's this gap, there's a void, you know, between the first team. Now we we've been fortunate, um, you know, that we've used the loan system and um, there to get players experience to go uh, to get to get them ready, you know, to come into playing their first team. But there's never been really a, a strong games program, and it's one that our, ourselves have been at the forefront, you know, to try and you know establish in Scottish football. And it's been really frustrating. You no, know, we've tried to get in with the SPFL, you no, know, we you know, we we league two um, there, but everyone's got their own agenda, and and for the right reasons um, there. But for the young players in, in Scotland, um, they are you no, know, they, they are coming through a good system, but they need a really strong games program that will test them, and that's not been there. So we've looked at the the the, and we're very grateful to the, the Lowland League uh, clubs for accepting us, welcoming us. No, in for next year, and it's one that we were excited um, about. There will be you know, a, a, a good challenge um, no, for for our, our young players. We will go with predominantly a, a younger side than we would previously expected, but no, the, the experience is going to different grounds, competing for you no know, the, the three points, playing a game on a Saturday. Um, there, you no know, that preparation all week. You no, know, you've got the league table. Um, so it's something that, that said, you no, know, the club have, have been striving for, and it's something that we're very grateful to the, the Lowlands uh, League team for giving, giving us and providing us with this opportunity. It's always interesting, you know, whenever you talk to any of the young guys who have been on loan, and, and that's one of the, the two things they always talk about is one is they're in a dressing room with, you know, professionals, sometimes very experienced, and it's a different mindset they've got to adopt, but then they're up against sides there's the three points to play for against sides who really want to beat you. And then, I suppose, for the, for next season, you're adding in the fact that whatever level, teams always want to beat Celtic. So that will be the challenge for them as well. Yeah, no, and absolutely. That, that's the type of experiences we know what we're trying to give uh, you know, young players. You, know, you need to get them ready for you know, when, when they do get that opportunity to play in their first team. Um, no, when they sample that and, and they want more. But if they, they've got that experience prior to it, then it gives them every chance. And I said, not every loan uh, and every player that goes out on loan has a, has a good experience. But sometimes if they don't get a good experience, it builds up resilience. Um, there's Stephen Welsh as well, had went to, to Morton prior to uh, no, no starting the games. And it, it was a good loan, but it wasn't an exceptional loan. He learned I know, a lot from there. Probably our best example on loan would have been Callum McGregor. You know, at the age of 20, um, you know, going down to Notts County uh, there. And a lot of players think you know, they should be maybe in their first team. But he, he, he demonstrated a lot of patience, uh, you know, that resilience to get down. He created his own profile um, while he was down there. And when he came back for his loan spell, he ended up, you no, know, he's been a regular ever since. As said, Ronnie Delia gave him his debut and he's never looked back. It's been a fantastic uh, no experience for, for Callum to go out and loan. But each player has got a different narrative. You know, they, they get real different experiences when they go out and loan. It's very difficult for when, when you're a Celtic player um, and you're used to good facilities, you know, with the food, everything, laundry, kit man, you've got sports science, medical, gymnasiums, um, you know, all the support you know, around about you. And sometimes when you go out and loan, you don't have that and you need to stand in your, you know, your own two feet. And I think that's what, that's 
for, for us, no, um, you want the very best for a young player, but also as well, you want them tested and challenged. And can they learn from it? Can they be grateful of what they've got? You know, at Celtic, and do they want more? And they come in that they come back that little bit more determined to make sure that they'll make the most of their time at Celtic. And obviously, for players, and I'm guessing every level, once the, the fixtures are announced as well, there's just a there's probably just an extra level of of interest because you mentioned you know every game now there's three points at stake. There's a league table to look out for to make sure we are competing. So when those fixtures are announced and we're expecting them imminently, that'll be exciting for the players and the coaches as well. No, absolutely. And it's one that, although we're going with a slightly younger team, but we're hoping to grow and develop you know, these young players and hope to create interest in the Celtic fans can maybe get a chance to come and see them on a Saturday. Maybe if we're playing... Uh, no, uh, I, I know our first team are on, on a Sunday, that we can create interest into this team, we can create support for them uh, and that excitement. And I said, they've got to, to rise to this challenge. Um, but I said, that, that's one aspect that you, they've got a strong working week, they're working parallel in tandem with their first team. And then you know that they'll break out, you know, come the weekend to play their own games programme. And as you say, the, obviously, how they go on every week, they'll be monitored very closely by the club. Also, it gives the just gives the fans another another Celtic team to to support week in week out. Yeah, no, I said that, that that's a, no a strong part of it there, and it's one that you know they'll they'll be in the spotlight. But again, there's still a, a massive development phase, and that's one thing we, we can't take a no eye on. It's all it's always about development at that age and stage, but. No, that excitement of uh, no playing for three points, no playing in front of crowds. If no, if the COVID protocols allow us, but the I say that no, the league table come a Saturday afternoon, and it just gives them a challenge, and hopefully it inspires um, not there. And the other aspect of it as well with the players, I'll also put our coaching staff and no a little bit more profile and the, the more media work for them. And we're hopefully growing and develop no no future Celtic coaches no for our first team, and you never know it could lead to no a Celtic manager in the long term. And obviously the the Lowland League we saw Kelty Hearts winning that last season, and ultimately through the pyramid system we promoted to to League Two. So that tell that tells you the quality and the competitiveness that our players are going to face. Yeah, no, there's a big investment and obviously the traction is getting into the pyramid um, there. It's one that no, that we cannot get promoted this year. Um, there, and we, we accept that. It's a pilot year, but hopefully with uh, no, those new experiences, we, we can build friendships along the way. We can add value to the, this league um, there and ultimately we, we can develop our young players. We, you mentioned some of the, the young, just some of the young players that have come through our academy. And I think, you know, I've spoken in the past to people in the academy, including yourself. It's extraordinary the amount of players that have come through. Some who have established themselves at Celtic and some who have gone on elsewhere. And I suppose with the Scotland squad currently competing at the Euros, that's maybe highlighted the, the real Celtic connection of players who are playing for the club. But also within that squad, I think there's eight or nine players who have all come through the academy. The obvious ones for us are Callum McGregor, James Forrest and Jack Henry. But then when you look through the squad, the captain, Andy Robertson, you've got David Marshall, you've got Stephen O'Donnell, Declan Gallagher, Kieran Tierney, obviously, uh, Kevin Nisbet was at the academy as well. And I suppose, again, that's the quality 
that has come through the academy that perhaps that breakthrough to the Celtic team is so difficult, but it's given them that foundation to go on and, and have good careers elsewhere. Yeah, no, and I think you look at the, the Scotland squad, over 50% of the players have either you know, been brought into you know, play with you know, in their first team or you know, through, through our academy. So I, I know I think it's with, with that type of contribution, it's, um, I think everyone should be very proud um, there you know, for our national side. Um, there and also, I think ultimately for our young players, it's, it's a great uh, inspiration to see that players who, who have been in their shoes before have been at that age and stage, and the progress that they've made to, to our first team and on the international stage uh, with uh, Scotland as well. So, I suppose is it, is it good for you? You know, when you take the likes of Callum and James, for example, their journey and their route into the first team was. Different, you know, already mentioned that Callum had to go to Notts County. You know, Kieran Tina was another one who, probably by his own admission, you know, wasn't a star at his, his own age level, but he got that break and started training with the first team and, and the rest, as they say, is history. Is it good for the younger players, again, to, to see that, you know, you mentioned that every journey for every player is unique and you, you, know, might, you might not essentially go from the youth team straight into the first team, but Callum's shown there's another route and another players have shown there's other routes, but you just have to stay focused for the ultimate aim of becoming a Celtic player. No, absolutely, Paul, and I, I, I think uh, every player's got their own narrative, every player um, is demonstrated at some point throughout their career, no, this resilience, um, there is, it's never went their own way. And again, examples of, uh, you know, like David Marshall, no, David uh, was in the wings with Scotland for about six years without playing, but you know he, he stuck in. David actually started at our academy, you no, know, twenty years ago. Um, there, you no, know, I think he came around about in nineteen ninety nine. There and, and came all the way through, you no, know, to play in the first team, became that Champions League uh, goalkeeper uh, for us. But uh, he's went away. But his international career um, there, he had about six years where he, you know, he, he was back up. Um, no, for the goal team, and he waited his turn. He was patiently, and it's rewarded him. No, he is like a national hero there for no his performance in Serbia, and they said, uh, and no help us to, to get to the Euros. Callum obviously had to go out and loan, come back. Kieran get a serious injury when um, no, when, when early on when he broke into the first team and ended up with no a, a period of about seven or eight months out. Much demonstrated that resilience to get get yourself back. Other players, you know, Stephen O'Donnell was an excellent professional here. The, um, you know, the staff loved him. He got all the way through, trained with their first team, but didn't really quite break through. Then had to go away and demonstrate, uh, you know, that what a good player, and, and said with, with, with other clubs. No, Declan Gallagher was was very similar. Successful youth player, winning youth cups, Glasgow Cup with us and part of successful teams, but not quite ready for a first team at the age of 19. And you know, I had to set off and you know, make his way. Then you've got other examples, Andy Robertson, um, no, Jack Henry, I, I let go uh, when, when he was 16 um, there. And Jack, six or seven months later, no, found his way no, no back to Celtic's first team and ultimately no, um, starring no, with, with Scotland and, and the Euros. So, 
you're able to relate to each player, but to each academy player and, and their whatever, you know, if they're close to any any of the you no, know, our first team uh, have demonstrated their, you know, their examples, and you're able to say their story because a lot of our young players are excellent uh, up until maybe the age of 12 or 13. Then when growth kicks in, you never know what, what, what is going to deliver to a young player. And again, the, the, their forum, their athleticism, um, their struggles during that period. And it's one thing that we've learned is maybe to give them a lot longer within their academy to see if we can you know, ride out that period um, you know, to see if they you know they come out. So maybe that's a lesson that we have learned um, you know, throughout the time. Um, is And we're actually seeing that now with our 15-year-olds who were probably not ready to compete um, you know, the last couple of years, but we've used that model and, um, Know, to see them and to keep them you know, on, on the pathway. And they're making uh, excellent strides now. And they said it's one that we can then relate to the players during that period, period to say, look, you know, um, no, Kieran Tierney, this is what he was like at this age, and this is how he was able to demonstrate it. And similar with other players who have left. And it's a real credit to, to, to everyone. And, and you consider, I said, over 50% of the Scotland squad you know, have either played or came through Celtic, uh, played with the club, or you know, has came through the academy. It's testament to a lot of the good work over the last two decades um, at Celtic. And it would be nice if uh, one of our academy graduates uh, or Celtic players did score the winning goal at Wembley on Friday night. Well, that's, that's what we, we dream for and we hope for. And as a, a young player, that, that is, as said, so, I said no. They would. They want to score that Champions League uh, winning goal for Celtic. Then I think close would be you know, scoring a winner at Wembley um, there. And it's one that I said uh, after after yesterday's game. I said uh, it's. I said uh, you no. Know, there, there's a lot of pressure on them. But I, I think with I said I keep on bringing the word up resilience. But I think that they are a strong-minded group and know that they will bounce back and they will stay together and hopefully do everyone proud when it comes to the England game. It's funny, I was going to say, you know, when we're talking about players have come through an academy, maybe didn't quite make it at Celtic, because you barely watch a, a game in the Scottish Premiership without some sort of Celtic connection in one of the two teams playing, even if we're not involved. I was going to ask you, obviously, you know, your role as a Celtic, uh, head of the Celtic Youth Academy. As a father, last season, it couldn't get much better, could it, given the fact that, that, that Jamie was part of that St. Johnson double winning squad, which was just an incredible uh, Scottish football story. And uh, It's something that we're very proud of Jamie, but I've also got to say he got an excellent grounding um, no, at Celtic, and it's one that he'll be you know, ever grateful for, to, to set him up or set him up you know, on his way. And again, that moment that Brendan gave him his debut was it was really you know, a big moment for, for our family um, there. But for what you know, St. Johnson achieved and you know, for Jamie, and people ask, obviously, with, uh, with the Scottish Cup in 91, with, uh, which I was fortunate to, to be playing and, and won it with Mullerow, and said, you know, what was the comparison and, and emotions? And I think with, with your own son, and I've got three sons um, there. It was a prouder moment. I know I probably took more from it uh, this year 
then and probably back in, in 91. It wasn't, you know, it was an incredible success for, for St. Johnson and, and as you say, Jamie, did play the part in that. In terms of looking forward, uh, you know, we mentioned right at the start of the podcast that this is a, a really busy time for, for you and, and the rest of the coaching staff in terms of preparations. You know, it is an exciting time for the club as well with a new manager coming in. It's always a fresh start and, that, and I suppose it just gives everybody just a fresh impetus to suppose, prove yourself as coaches and also players with the new manager coming in and having a look at everything that the club. Yeah, and I'm very fortunate. Uh, today, I've actually got uh, no, an hour's meeting with him on Zoom. So to catch up, although he's self-isolating just now, he's, you know, he's, he's, he's asked everyone to come on and to, to meet him and present to him and you know, I get to know. So I'm really looking forward to that. I've heard a lot of good things. I've read a lot of good things on him. His CV is excellent, you know, coming into you know, the club. And I said, it is exciting. Um, we, we've obviously got to draw a line uh, you knowing last season you know, and, and move on. But I said, uh, you know, hopefully for, it's going to be a real positive season for everyone supporting, you know, working behind the scenes uh, you know, and playing for Celtic you know, next season. Yeah, and you mentioned, obviously, you know, you know, you spoke at high level, the importance of youth academy, but it's important that those players that come in, similar to the guys who are in the squad just now, or who have played in the past, they have that ability and that mentality that you guys have got trained into them to become winning Celtic players, because that's that's ultimately what the club's all about. No, absolutely. And you've got James Forrest, Cal McGregor, who are there, who will set an example to young players and to new players you know, coming in uh, to, to the club um, there. And I think that's important. I think obviously losing Scott Brown last year, and it's a special mention to Scott Brown because he was excellent for academy players um, there with, with the standards looking out for them when when they come up. Um, there you've seen how close KT got to him and tried to replicate a lot of the things from the training ground. But no, those standards, no Callum uh, and James will be looking to carry them on for next year, and it's one that um, no the young players coming up um, there. Talent will only get them so far. You know, they need to, to, to embrace the work ethic of our first team and they really need to you know, catch the eye of the manager and make sure that they give it their very best. Well, we're certainly looking forward to seeing more of our young players break through into the first team and, of course, also cheering on the, the Celtic Colts in the, in the Rollins League next season. But Chris, thanks very much for joining us on the Celtic View podcast. No doubt we'll catch up with you again in, in the course of the season. Pleasure, Paul. Thank you very much.